Hello, you're listening to Living Alone Together, and I am your only host, Yan. So, welcome to my podcast if you're new, and、uh, welcome back. Thank you for downloading my、uh, my podcast or for following my podcast. I really appreciate just everything <laughs> you you do to show that、um, I'm not alone,、uh, to show that. We are all not alone. That's very nice.、Um, I I do want to sort of talk about what happened in the previous episodes, in the previous maybe three or four episodes. I was reading, I was you know I was going over the titles of my、um, episodes, and I realized that somehow I'm becoming I I'm becoming more and more negative,、um, or rather more critical, and that that's not where I want this to to go, and.、Uh, I didn't intend to be so critical. I think this happened mostly because I was just trying to be analytical, and somehow my being analytical turns out to be synonymous with being critical,、um, or to have the same effect as being critical. And so that's not exactly good. I I don't want us to, I don't want us to bond over. Criticisms in general, or over negative feelings, although not to avoid them completely. It's just that I feel like the past few episodes have been just a little bit too negative, in a way.、Um, at least the titles <laughs> look a bit negative.、Um, so today, I don't want to do that. I think I'm gonna take a break from the quote-unquote serious stuff. And also, I don't want to analyze too much what's going on in my in my life, and also I don't want to sort of be the sociologist. <laughs>、uh, sorry, a sociologist, not the sociologist. So yeah, I just want to have a more casual talk today.、Um, but before before I go into the main thing I want to talk about today, which is my new Mac computer,、um, I I wanna I wanna. Uh, share a discovery, a brutal fact that I discovered about myself, which is that I simply cannot live alone. What a shocker! <laughs> Basically, I feel like,、um, you know, if I if I really、um, explore why I started this podcast, I think not able to live alone is a is a great、um, reason. I think ultimately, yes, I'm comfortable being alone physically, but I feel like every single night I'm just seeking some,、um, some way to, to connect to someone else, and seeing that a lot of my actual friends are、um, either not here physically. Actually, most of them aren't here physically, or they're just busy doing. Something, for example,、um, most of them are just trying to, quote unquote, build a career or try to make more money and all that. And so, I end up not having a lot of quality time with real life people. And so, in a way, I started this podcast because I don't have friends. <laughs> so yeah, and and I realized that、um, it's really difficult for me to really just. Not even turn on the computer or or my cell phone and to really meditate 
which could be a little could be a little bit extreme. But I I I can't even um do exercises without um without listening to music. I I always jog with my music. I always stretch with my music. So. I don't know. Is that a disease <laughs> of some form? I don't understand.、Um, and then most of the time when I'm reading, I also listen to music. So、um, and when I'm cooking, I listen to podcasts. So I feel like I, I just I need some noise constantly in my life, and that could be a problem. So far,、um, the end result is this podcast, this very podcast.、Um, I want to just. Talk to the entire world for some reason,、um, but that I I think that's not a good thing in general. But today we're not being negative. Today we are trying to,、uh, <laughs> trying to just be honest and、um, just listen to our feelings a little bit more than our analytical side、uh, of ourselves. So yeah, that's my brutal fact. I actually cannot live alone.、Um, Although I do enjoy living alone physically, I'm constantly seeking some external stimulation. I don't know if the same with you. I hope it is, or else I'll feel quite lonely. <laughs> That's sad.、Um, otherwise,、uh, what else? I do want to say that. <sighs> Excuse me. Yeah. So, by the way, if you're new, you should know that、uh, my podcasts are. Always just completely unedited, so I won't edit that out. It's not due to laziness, although that's a big factor. It's just really that I I feel like I don't want to sound too professional, and because that I'm not a professional, so I'm just gonna sound make、uh, keep it real. Often, by the way, I do re-record the podcast several times. Uh, usually before the three minute mark. So before three minutes, if I feel if I feel like the opening isn't good enough or that it will lead to a very strange、um, direction, then I would re-record the thing. So typically, whatever whatever version you are listening to, it's probably the it's not the first version. I typically do record re-record、um, in the first few minutes of the podcast. And then after that, there's just too much to lose, and I just don't want to start over. Occasionally, I do edit out some stuff. That doesn't happen too much, so I want to keep this whole thing simple and real and just natural.、Um, now back to the thing about being more positive and less critical.、Um, I wonder what you know what if I start this question, I'm gonna end up being critical, and that's not good, is it? <laughs> so yeah, so that's it. I I I really cannot live alone, and、uh, I cannot do anything about it. And plus, what's the point? I mean, what is that? What exactly is the point of、um, living alone, being completely comfortable being alone? I feel like even if you're reading, you know, a lot of people say, ah,、uh, you could just just read, and you, you it feels very nice to read, but. It's a kind of stimulation as well. You're getting input from the external world, and plus, it's like a whole fantasy world in there when you're reading. So, I don't know what really counts. I suppose meditation is the only meditation and sleeping are the only ways where you actually are alone. In any case, that's not the point. I don't even mind. I'm just being honest. <laughs> I just、um, I'm doing this podcast completely for selfish reasons. I Cannot deal with myself, 
So yeah, here I am putting myself out here, out there. All right. Um, what can I say? So today I do want to sort of go through, not go through. That sounds too technical. I just want to talk about my experience um, with my new Mac Mini, the Mac uh, desktop. I've been using it for a week or so, and um, the experience itself is not quite interesting, but. Oh, oh gosh, it's I'm going to analyze stuff again. But <laughs> the sort of the comparison with my experience with um, Windows and Linux, um, that comparison is quite interesting, and that's why I want to talk about it. So I thought I would have a really hard time uh, working with a Mac system because I feel like you do have to learn a lot of new things. It would, it's true for one or two days. You know, I, I had to re, uh, relearn the names of some keys and some of the shortcuts, and I still feel like I can learn more, um, of the shortcuts so that eventually I can ditch my mouse completely. Otherwise, yeah, so that's the, the most painful part. But other than that, once everything got, sort of the, the key shortcuts have been memorized. There's nothing really new to learn. And um, I feel like it's just, it's I, I don't see how it, it could be difficult for anyone. And um, so yeah, so it doesn't feel that new after just two or three days. However, the um, overall surface or overall layout of the computer is quite different from Windows or Linux. So the, the computer I had before this one uh, is a, was a Linux. Actually, it's still, it's, I'm still using it. It's just now it's completely for work stuff because I realized that it's 80% of the computer is work related anyway. So why not just leave it in my office? That's kind of why I got this Mac in the first place. So my Mac is clean, it has nothing work related. I'm very happy about this. <laughs> so yeah, so I do wanna talk about exactly why I think people like using Mac so much. Um, personally, I I would say that um, I, I'll only continue using Mac uh, from now on, like if I'm gonna get another computer or, yeah, if I'm gonna do that, I'll only get I'll get a Mac computer. Um, I'm not gonna give up on Linux. However, there are a lot of applications that do not work with Linux. So some some I don't know some of the important stuff is just not written for Linux. But which is kind of another reason, a main reason why I I I bought this computer. I and um, I just want to see like, if there are interesting programs that are only available on Mac. So that's kind of why I want to try this thing. Um, so far, I haven't downloaded anything too interesting, maybe some currency exchange app or some writing app. But other than that, um, the experience is not totally new from a regular Linux or Windows experience. But I do want to comment a little bit on just why is it appealing to a lot of people. I think one of the things is obviously the the layout uh, and how smooth everything looks and just how how much prettier it is compared to Windows, you gotta admit. Uh, for example, the font or um, sort of the notification or 
I don't know, just the overall um, sleekness of the of the system um, makes it quite attractive, and I think that counts for eighty percent of its attractiveness. Um, now, as for user experience, um, if you compare it to Linux, I wouldn't say that it is much better or anything. I would say that um, it is preset in a more, I guess, generally acceptable way. Whereas um, Linux, in Linux, you can do a lot of uh, tweaking by yourself. You could even you can change pretty much every single thing about the uh, on the computer you could change how you want uh, what kind of font you're going to use for your windows title bar you want you can change how big they look you can change pretty much just everything you can think of and i'm not even a computer geek but i did um change quite a few things on my computer and it's not too difficult either so when i first switched to mac when i first bought this mac um one thing I spent a long time on was the font. Uh, I was trying to make things bigger, and yet it's just not that easy to do that. Um, I cannot spe- I cannot specify how how big the um, the words are gonna be on my window title bar. Whereas in Linux, you could just uh, you could just you could be very specific. You could even make it bold or italic or anything you want. So. That's one thing I spend some time trying to figure out and realize I probably cannot do anything about it. That's one thing about Mac, which I I don't like that much. Um, that's kind of also the very reason why I switched from Windows to Linux because I was trying to, as I said, I, I think I mentioned this in, in my pre- previous episode, but I'll mention it again. That's fine. <laughs> um, in the beginning, I was uh, what happened was I was trying to change the background uh, for my desktop and yet I see a lot of annoying pictures that are uh, that were pre-installed on Windows and I couldn't delete them so I got really frustrated and then I decided just to download Linux because I know it's a much lighter system so you're gonna not you're not gonna have that all that crap in the computer pre-installed that's how I changed Linux so for me it's very important to be able to have a pretty uh, appearance um, when you, when you're using a computer, and so that's c- the main reason I switched to Linux. I'm not interested in the deep stuff. I'm not interested in tweaking to the core of the computer. I just want to change how it looks, um, and that's that. And luckily, I'm not interested in games or anything that requires. Um, primarily windows so um the transition was quite smooth for me um so so i think on that front mac isn't as good as linux as in you cannot tweak so many things although maybe you can i just don't know how um but yeah um that's that's something to note however i would say that the pre like the pre-installed appearance or the default um, setting looks quite nice or, uh, to begin with. So you don't have the urge to change that many things um, anyway. So it should, it's not a big problem, I suppose. Now, um, there's another thing that 
um, I do like about Mac, which is the, I guess the widgets and the also the title bar or the yeah the the main menu bar for every window. I think that is very similar to Linux. It's very useful uh, to just click on the. Uh, the corner and you see the calendar and all the widgets you like. Windows, of course, also has widgets, but they just don't look as pretty. And um, it's not even about just, it's not just about prettiness and how they look. It's about how functional they are because in on Mac, you can just click on them and then you get the whole function. And for and for Windows, I, I think you don't have that many options. You don't have that many widgets to start with. And you cannot do that much with the widgets. So that's t that's a minor point, but um, I think that's also an important part in uh, making the, your computer really yours. So that's that's that. As for Linux, I never really tried to install widgets, um, and I didn't need them. I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I was doing with my Linux. Um, I still use them for work, so it's running just fine. But yeah, so. That's the thing I do want to talk about. It's uh, how the computer is set up really changes your workflow and how and how you like and it changes what you care about. So for Windows, the main I I think Windows is meant to be a work computer. It really is for you to uh, not really care about the aesthetics and just. In fact, the uglier it is, the better because it gives you like a working vibe, and it's just um, it doesn't allow you to tweak a lot of things, and it has a lot of mysterious folders with the that you cannot delete, and you got the .exe files to to download and install stuff, and it's supposed to be not slow, but a little bit tedious or frustrating at times to set up some things on your Windows. At least before Windows 10, I I didn't really use Windows 10. Um, and and also I think Windows does have that classic work look, uh, the Times New Roman or something, and um, it really has a standardized feeling to it. It it's it's more of a um. Um, let's say it's not as 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 rounded as as Mac. The overall appearance is just very rigid, and at least that's how I feel. And I think, in a way, the aesthetics is that's a deliberate aesthetics. I think Windows is meant to be a work computer, an office computer. Um, now, that's kind of ironic because a lot of people say that oh, but you gotta you can play your game on your on your on your Windows and a lot of a lot of games are meant uh to be played on a Windows computer. That is true, but um what I mean by work computer is really that it's supposed to be a life versus work situation. So when you're playing your Windows computer game, it's supposed to be you're supposed to have that awareness that I am let's say logging into this game it's it's um it's not part of me or rather it's not like a cell phone game it's not like a cell phone app um it really is in another way work stuff 
um, I do have this ritual and it's, you know, before downloading the game, you got to go through the website, you got to go do the .exe thing, the package thing. And the whole experience, I think the whole Windows experience, no matter what you're doing, whether you're actually working or you're playing, I think it's meant to, it's meant to provide a neat separation between your actual life and the virtual life um i think at least that's how i felt when i used to have a windows computer um it felt like yeah you cannot customize a lot of things you cannot do things the way you like and things look ugly they look a little bit outdated and um and yet the word the microsoft word program is still very very widely used uh, the excel program is quite widely used pdf and all that so all of that stuff um is still very much in our all of our lives so 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 and all of these are for productivity i suppose and for editing stuff and and i think that's the definition that's the very um core of 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 a windows computer it's about it's not about uh, okay let's let me tweak a little bit it's not about productivity it's about having that separation between your let's say biology or your organic self and the artificial life or the artificial things you're doing um and and i think you can view it as 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 good or as bad either way i um to me to me that's just what it is right um now about uh linux i cannot comment too much but let's say uh, let's talk about Mac a little bit. I think Mac is a completely different situation, or rather, the entire Apple company, the logic um, is quite different from what I just said about um, Windows. So, if Windows is a sort of, it provides a clear separation between your logging in life versus logged out life. Um, I think Mac is the complete opposite. I think what the Mac uh, infrastructure is trying to do the Apple infrastructure is trying to do, um, or oh no, they don't call it infrastructure, do they? They call it ecosystem. Yes, and that's the thing, right? Even the word itself is very aggressive. <laughs> ecosystem. So yeah, that's that's an interesting thing. So yeah, the name Apple, right? Apple is supposed to be organic. Um, ecosystem is an organic thing. All of the stuff related to Apple, the I something. All, all of the, yeah, the naming and the design, the look, it's supposed to, I suppose they make the whole, their products a little bit more organic, a little bit closer to what you would, um, what an, an organism would be like, literally. And I think the overall user experience is also like that. They're, it's trying, um, it's trying to mimic or it's trying to, make it make you feel that um this this system is part of your life or rather you're part of the system and they're trying to diminish that log logging in versus logged out line i think that's the whole idea of the ecosystem and not just you know not 
even if you don't have anything else, if you have just one product with uh, with Apple, I think for like no matter what product you're trying to use, the general philosophy behind that is to um, make itself completely integrated into your life. And so the logic is that well, they gotta be pretty. They gotta be something that's like the aesthetics has got to be user friendly and generally speaking, everything needs to have a smooth appearance. And that smoothness, I think, is the key thing that attracts people um, to Mac and to Apple products, right? If you're looking at your, well, of course, the Apple Watch, I think, is a central product um, because it literally takes your heartbeat. It literally measures all of your biometrics. And, and I think that really is the goal of um of apple it's trying to make apple itself so invisible that you will never take it off of your life so it's kind of much more aggressive than windows and as you know windows the name itself is quite quite um not aggressive it's really what it is it's just a you can choose what kind of window it's going to be. It's going to be a square, rectangular thing. It's not going to be so organic. Um, and you could always just uh, turn, sorry, you could just use some curtains or something. Whereas I think the Apple company is really much more, it's smoother, but more aggressive. It's really trying to be, um, to snug, to, to just um, be quiet and invisible so that you will use it forever and use it for every single thing so i wouldn't say it's quite dangerous but i would say that it is quite quite intrusive um and particularly when they hide it so well so that's why i think it's a little bit it's not entirely correct to say that people are attracted to to Mac, they're not attracted to Mac. They're attracted to a mirror. They're attracted to themselves. They like to see themselves through Mac. Now, I'm not exaggerating. I mean, the language sounds very exaggerated, but I don't think I'm exaggerating. I think they... And so the idea is not to be like Linux, where you can customize a lot of things. The idea is to still... To give the users a sense of... um, what they should expect to use in their own lives, right? Um, So there are a bunch of pre-installed programs, just like Windows, but um, I don't know. I just feel like, I just feel like there is something dark in your Mac computer. I feel like uh, the the fact that the finder, um, the, the directory is a smiley face and that everything is just cute and nice and pretty. It just gives me a bad feeling. Now, okay, I'm not being critical. Okay, I am being critical. <laughs> but I I think overall, the two philosophies are very different, right? I think Mac is trying to not give you a working vibe. They're trying to give you a sort of a sofa vibe, <laughs> a comfort kind of thing where you feel like this is just my life, right? It's, it's just me and everything, all of my stuff is on here. And there's nothing unnatural about this machine. Uh, it's not even a machine. And um, I pretty much, I have the watch, I have the iPhone, I have everything. Um, 
made by Apple, and I'm completely comfortable with it. I think that's their goal, right? Um, so the name um, ecosystem, I feel like it's a bit insidious, um, a little bit dangerous, but people buy that. So yeah, I understand now a little bit more on why Mac is so attractive. It's because people are narcissistic. They they don't wanna, or rather, that's a bit too harsh. I think it's because people don't wanna uh, set boundaries between themselves and what they do with their computer. They, you know, people people joke about the second brain and things like that. I think I think in a way, most people don't want a second brain. They don't want a storage. They're not treating their computer. Well, there are two types of people, right? Obviously, there are the um, Windows user who probably just treat computer as a tool. But the Mac users, I think, are different in that they um, computer is a tool, but it's a tool that could be um, that know them, right? It's a tool that knows them that um, um, is there for them, and in a way. Um, it's something that they could ingrain. Uh, so it's something that could be ingrained in their identity to to, to go to the extreme. Uh, I don't know. Okay, this is not. This is completely not evidence based. It's just that as a new Mac user, I think there is something alluring about the appearance of Mac and the experience with Mac. And I think that I'm just trying to break down what that is. And I think the answer is Mac or Apple is trying to separate, sorry, is trying to uh, uh, sort of take away the the user versus computer kind of boundary. They're trying to make everything just conveniently there, just make everything part of your daily um, live without you even noticing them and um, they do so by making a lot of things user-friendly they do so by cr- making things look smooth and not so computer-y um, and I think that's a key thing I think uh, when you're working with Mac you don't well, you're still working, of course, but the experience is quite not quite the same as working with a um, Windows because um, things are just, I would say, much more natural in a way. And so that's kind of how I, what I've gathered from my very short experience with Mac. Um, I would say that personally, um, I just, I feel like Windows sometimes has, it's just too rigid and, and there's something that I don't like about it. I think the aesthetic still means a lot to me. So I would still prefer a Mac, I think, but I do want to remind, remind myself that they do have a really, um, organic kind of philosophy. I think they do orient around changing your life completely is that even the right sentence i'm just feeling a little bit sleepy that's why anyway so so yeah so now linux is an in-between product i would say i think it has some sort of a mac appearance 
or you can make it into one. And yet, there are just so many tweakings that you can do that um, because of the effort and the time that you make the computer uh, that you need to make the computer your own, I think you would not forget the fact that this is after all a computer and the way you do things is often you just use your terminal to 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 uh work on a lot of stuff and the terminal which is the cmd command thing for windows the terminal itself is a very computery uh computery thing and therefore it's there to remind you that there's still a separation between you and the machine. So I feel like Linux is a a very successful product because it kind of has both of everything. It has this nice look and you can make it you can make it um you can customize it a lot and you can make it the way you want it. Therefore, in a way, it still wants it still wants you to incorporate it into your life uh, organically in a way. But at the same time, because there are so many settings you have to go through, there are so many, like in the process of personalizing your computer, you do have to go through a lot of, uh, you do have to do a little bit of, of uh, script writing, programming stuff, a little bit like that. You do have to look up a lot of, uh, a lot of things on, um, on the uh, terminal, you know, how to use a terminal, excuse me. So combined, um, th- I think the Linux experience is more neutral. Uh, you could treat it as an organic thing or you could treat it as a Windows experience. Um, well, it's not going to be a Windows experience. It's not going to be as heavy. It's going to be much lighter, but you could by Windows experience, I mean you could just treat your computer as a computer, as a machine. Whereas for Apple, it's just a little bit too dangerous. Um, I think you got to be really careful because they, the infrastructure is pretty strong. Um, I'm calling it infrastructure instead of ecosystem because that really is what it is. It wants to be in every part of your life. Um, and it wants to make you quote unquote happy. And I think that's the most dangerous part of it. Now, I might be exaggerating, but that's just how I feel about this whole thing. Um, So yeah, that's my Mac experience. I'm not criticizing it. I'm just saying that I kind of understand why people find it alluring and what the special feeling is about. It's really about uh, just buying another self and a prettier self, a self that is much smarter and faster than you are a self that's not going to age that quickly things like that right um i don't know this is not exactly a good episode i suppose but i don't know i really want to talk and i really want to share stuff with you so yeah so please don't don't leave me (laughs) what am i talking about anyway yeah i I, i'm not critical today that's a good thing so i'm just a little bit sleepy so yeah so thank you i guess that's about it right um we can continue some other time but yeah thank you very much for listening and uh, i'll see you very soon bye bye